0: Do, do 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 switch mania playcast welcome to episode 69 of the switch mania playcast
1: the spooky episode because it's after halloween
0: now oh it's after halloween now nah.
1: <laughs> <Nah. laughs> part of this episode was recorded on halloween exactly
0: yeah we're, we're still doing our split recordings and and barry did a little a solo piece where he covered some news with the partner direct and everything which you all can look forward to after uh, our part here right Absolutely. awesome awesome so um yeah jp again mia of course because he's doing things he's doing jp things right whoa I almost fell over. That would have been fun. <laughs> That's the curse of JP. Are you talking about me. Curse of JP pulls me down, pulls it down. Um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I would say the first thing we should uh should talk about though, out of anything, is right now Switch Collector Volume Two is live on Kickstarter. Freaking I'm crazy. Funded. Super we uh we broke a record. We broke a record for Higgins Alley. Um, fully funded in 25 minutes. That like, is amazing. Like ridiculous. So, I mean, to put things into perspective, we put a goal on there that um I'm willing to print the book on if it hits that goal, which was $5,000, which I can do a small print run for that, and we blew through that in 25 minutes. Um, the first day we. We're well beyond the first stretch goal. Um, and now we're beyond the second stretch goal. So, not only is the book being printed, which we have uh, the amount to do the full print run, um, now we have printing on the end sheets, which I love doing. I would be disappointed if we didn't hit that stretch goal. Um, and a sewn in uh, bookmark ribbon as well now. So, those are the t- first two stretch goals. Um, and one thing we have to do, Barry, we have mm. to tease. On the PlayCast, what the $30,000 mystery stretch goal is? I've had people ask.
1: Oh, uh, of course. we got to leave the breadcrumbs.
0: So the tease in my update was, it is something physical that you will all get for
1: free as backers of the Kickstarter. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's hit that goal. Who wants to want free stuff? And it's um, physical.
0: So the Switch Mania PlayCast specific hint um somebody may have commented on the page that may allude to what we're going to (laughs) do that's the next hint (laughs) for for just for the playcast
1: i won't put that as the next hint number two in the update man i i I, uh didn't read through the comments on the the kickstarter but now i might have to (laughs) yeah now in the comments
0: somebody might have alluded to what we're gonna do um for those that don't Back the Kickstarter, we and and we do hit this stretch goal. I will make it available for sale later. Um, so that way, if people want to get it, it is going to be something people want too. That's the other thing. It's like something that people will want. I guarantee you, people will want it. <laughs> so we will that's,
1: see. That's right. We are bottling up JP saliva. You will all get to own a part of JP. That went a little gross there. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know if we're doing that. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so um Switch Collector Volume 2 is going to be cool. It's weird because it only covers the first half of year 2, but is like 400 pages. Um ironically, and this isn't something that I don't think we said on the video or on the page, uh the second
1: half of year 2 is larger. <laughs> Of course, because it takes the holiday into a, into a Well, game, it's you know? the
0: first year that the Switch, and Year 2 was the first year that we had the October-November crush-our-souls time, mm-hmm. where they have so many releases that they bankrupt us. Year 2 was the first year that happened.
1: Year 2 is also the first year where the limited publishers got into play. So Correct. Do you,
0: do you know what the first uh, limited game was, Barry?
1: Was it Thimbleweed Park by Limited No, Ring? it wasn't. Not even no? close.
0: Human Fall Flat! was the first year two limited game because technically you had a couple quote-unquote limited games in year one because they're technically limited publishers. Um, You know what I mean? Mm, Yeah. Because like V-Blank, kind of, Retro City.
1: Yeah, mean, like That's
0: technically a limited game. But that's Um, also
1: right from the publisher itself as opposed to from a limited company correct and that's the distinction that
0: we're going to talk about in the beginning the intro of volume 2 is the distinction of what a limited print run is versus a the limited company model which you know us with premium edition we fall in line with that uh, as much as we'd love to be our own publisher um, making our own games we're not uh, we're, we're doing the, the we're publishing other people's games to get them out there right now as we get our are, uh, feet under us per se um, but we fall into that line too so that's the distinction we're going to make in in year two in volume two of year two is what that distinction is what companies partake in volume two because it's really only three companies Barry
1: Super Rare, Limited, Run, and and um, oh it's an obvious one once I say you're Limited nope no they were in year two not in
0: volume two they may be in year two. They're not in volume two. It's oh. East Asia soft. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. That was an obvious
1: <laughs> so, You're right. Yeah. yeah so was, many.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dimension Drive came out. Um, So that's the interesting thing is it's really only a few games. And I want to say that Thimbleweed Park was up for pre-order likely before, um, before the first Human Fall Flat was released. But super rare had the game in hand so See, that's why,
1: that's why i said timbley park cuz i was yeah. like, i remember it going up for pre-order really early and that was the first time they did that pre-order model
0: and i want to say they're right around the first t- around the uh the same time in year 2 like they were for sale like the pre-order and that were for sale around the same time but ironically human fall flat is the second game in volume 2 the first game is a little less um a little less epic, per se. It's a uh, scribble Scribblenauts Showdown is the first game oh in Volume
1: 2. <laughs> Human Fall Flat is also one of those weird ones that has a limited produced, and then it also has a retail release afterwards.
0: Yeah, that's the, the one that Super Rare got a little bit of flack for, but in reality, they did it for the developer, which is honorable. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things where you know you have a, a limited model and they say oh we're never gonna allow it to be reprinted and then the developers like would like to do it to earn some money for their next game oh well what do we want to do not allow them to earn money on the game that they made just because exactly it's why like with premium we initially were gonna go with like never release it ever but and now we're doing like um like a certain time frame of exclusivity so it's like a couple years you're not going to see anything just so that way the developer later if they need to depending on their situation we're not going to hold them
1: like hostage yep and it's all ours also only for the switch version yes no, absolutely not for else. yeah we're we only do switch because we
0: we want to focus <laughs> and do things right and um, there is one piece as we segue away from uh, Volume Two, and I appreciate everybody that has uh, supported us on Kickstarter. It is available. Um, I appreciate you all, um, and we wouldn't be able to, you know, make awesome books without your support. So thank you. Um, but as we position over is a good segue um so i opened up a couple of the games that i got in got in a few games I actually got in five games this week barry like that's, that's huge for you um and two of them i opened because if anything comes with cards i like to put the cards away um and so i opened three of my games uh to put away the cards and two of them though were something that i saw a criticism of online and so, it was Vitamin Collection that I got in, mm-hmm. as well as the Mighty Switch Force Collection. And so, uh, the the criticism I saw was, is why are certain companies doing manuals that are essentially, like, four pages? Mm-hmm. Like, so, and I was like, oh, there's no way people are over-exaggerating. I opened a Vitamin Collection. It is literally a sheet of paper that's folded in half. That's the manual. Like... Like it's that could be four sides, quote unquote, but it's like a single sheet of printed paper that's folded in half. There's no staples required, um, and of course, you know when you see certain limited companies uh, doing what we're talking about, like budget releases, or like they're charging twenty five, thirty dollars. Now I see being our own publisher. Like if we do a manual the right way, which ours are like you know, over 20 pages, um, those, they cost a little bit of money, whereas if you're doing a single sheet of paper, that's super cheap. So, like, I could see if you're cutting costs, like, we're not going to do that um, for sure, but, like, what do you think of that, Barry, like, when they're only doing a single sheet? Oh, and, and just to put things into perspective, I mentioned Mighty Switch Force. It's literally, like, two sheets now, so technically it's, quote-unquote, eight sides, but it's, like, four manual pages
1: (laughs) um i think it means better than nothing i prefer it over nothing nothing. (laughs) i don't think at that point it's a selling point i don't think it's really one of those that you can be like oh yeah you know totally this is this is a why you should purchase the game because it has this quote-unquote manual um i wish that they took the time to produce proper manuals. Um, yeah. obviously it's a cost cutting thing. So that's where at least it's better than nothing, but it's disappointing. Now I and, don't know
0: what price they charged for vitamin collection or I don't Mighty Switch Force, but they're I mean, but that's the thing to be aware of, and that's for all the listeners too, is that, you know, when you're getting a game that's super affordable, they have to cut the cost somewhere too. It's not me like yeah. defending anybody's decision. But you do have to cut the cost somewhere. Because And like, with
1: so many how many how many Switch games come out without manuals at all? Like so many. So mm-hmm. the I, there's least, even limited companies that are doing it. You're right. Mm-hmm. And so at least that's why I said it's better than nothing. At least yeah. at least there's something in that little slot. And and for that I'm fine with and sometimes limited publishers have actually forgotten to put in the manuals. Um, famously, uh, Red Art Games, uh, the game Stay. If you bought Stay from Red Art Games, they probably sent you the manual to go with it separately if they didn't uh, contact them. And Super Rare is not immune to this with, I think it was, uh, with, uh, oh, what was the game now? That, uh, little was it Little Inferno? Or, uh, I think it was Little Inferno. The uh, the, the actual... Steelbook edition only the Steelbook edition was um, was missing, was missing the manual.
0: Weird. So to and put things into perspective, them. the uh, one of the third of five games that I got in that I opened up was Old School Musical. Oh, um, World of Goo. I'm sorry. And, um, and anyways, Old School so. Musical though that I got, um, that manual is awesome. It's like a lot of pages and it has a lot of depth to it. Um, but the thing is, is that like I'm a writer, a publisher, all that. So, like, I'm going to take inspiration from old-school manuals. Like, we're doing them, like, the NES format style, which, like, Nicolas does and some other companies do, which we, we like to. And, but I'm going to be making it, like, manual style. Um, when we have a multi-game, it's a little more complex, like with Pigeon Dev, but, like, Super Blood Hockey, taking inspiration from NES Ice Hockey. Um, and we're going to be going down the line where it's going to be, like, a fun... Manual style instead of just like a quick, like mm-hmm. a quick synopsis or something. Um, but like we're trying to put as much into every single game that we can. Um, but yeah, old school, old school musical though. Super Rare knocked it out of the park with that manual. It was great. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, some of these manuals they that come out are, are great, and it's nice to see that they're they're doing that. But like I said, they're these companies are also like really they're really good about it like i said mm-hmm. you can email them if you're missing so again it was world of goo world if you got gear. the steelbook edition from super rare email them say hey you know didn't get the manual and they will send it they're they're really smart about that and i like to see that i like to see that they're, they're taking stock in the manuals and obviously we have we have people like our good friend rowan who are making custom manuals because people mm-hmm. want manuals so again the, the two-page or the four page. It's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. It's better than than most other companies. How when I when I was playing Star Wars um, Squadrons on the PS4, I opened it up. I was shocked. There was actually a card in there with the controls on it. I was like, oh my god, they <laughs> EA actually did something. Uh, and and as a CIB collector one of those things when going to like GameStop getting pre-owned games, you know, it was like oh, do I open up, does it have the manual? Now it's almost impossible to do that and without going like to eBay and like looking at, you know, listings and see, does any of these actually have a manual? <laughs> because you don't know. Like 95, I feel like 95% or more games today don't have anything, let alone uh, a manual, so uh even a two page or a four page it'd be nice to be advertised it's a small manual or a mini manual but at least it's something
0: yeah and i mean like you mentioned with rowan like he does some awesome little mini manuals most of them are like goes hand in hand with the game and like little collector's guide pieces too which is really useful um so there's actually a totality to it kind of like what we do with the switch collector with the tracking of your collection same deal i love that stuff um and of course, Rowan's working with us on our manuals, so it's a yes. little little uh, bonus connection there, Um he does awesome stuff. Um, but yeah, and the, the other pieces is like when we do our manuals is like we're getting buy-in from the developers. So like, for example, in Pigeon Dead, the developers gonna have quotes on every game, which is pretty funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like the one for Explosive Jake's like hilarious. It's like this game was built with love and explosions. And blood muscle <laughs> explosions, <laughs> like, something like that. And I was like, I thought she was doing a quote for like all four games, and it was just for explosive Jake. It is so funny. I was like, well, now you got to do it for all of them. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really interesting though. Um, the whole manual thing though, it, it's you know, it's really like there's some that have done like eighty page manuals, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> and so um, I do well, know the, that Nintendo's a bit of a stickler when it comes to manuals too.
1: One of the uh, games that was announced this week for the, uh, for the U.S. region uh, from Nicholas, we talked about them and their manuals, was the Korg Synthesizer, which is up for pre-order. That has a 60-page manual in there. That is one of the games that I'm
0: like, oh, do I not have every Nicholas subset game then? Because that's not really a game, and I'm not much of a musician. And it comes to because that's what that is—is it's like a synthesizer music maker that you could essentially go to somewhere like Magfest. You could have a screen going up, and you could use the switch to to make uh, synthesized music as you're as you're dropping a beat. Which um, I've seen people use Game Boys for that, Ataris um, live on stage, and it's amazing. I don't have that talent. (laughs) Like that isn't my thing. (laughs) And that's where I'm like, I don't know if I would even play that. And again, like one of the collecting aspects that i use is i like want i have to want to play whatever game i get you know what you, you matter how bad it, it is
1: <laughs> get it and let london mess around with it and yeah make, let her make beautiful music <laughs> that's true i'd have to pull her away from roblox for like a little bit though
0: <laughs> never happening never happening craziness um so i mentioned i had th- i i alluded to five games um the other ones that i got real quick were untitled goose game um nice. got that in the mail. And then finally. Did you get that got from Best Buy or I am A bit? In the in the mail. I don't know. Um, <laughs> got it in the mail from someone. And uh I have no idea. It's and then it has a P on it for the developer, so. Um <laughs> And then the other game that I got in the mail was Ikaruga from Nikos. So yeah. we mentioned Nikos. Um Did you so, ever order
1: Elliot Quest from last week? We
0: were talking Oh about? yeah, like I mean, number one, like Elliot Quest is a super budget game, but it's really solid. So I mean, it's it's worth having physically. Uh, but what sold me as being a Zelda fan, the inside cover is Adventure Link, Zelda yes. Two. So like, there was no way I couldn't not get it because they did the they did the thing and made some awesome art on the inside, which is thumbs up from me. That's for sure. Like really cool.
1: Um, <coughs> yeah. Now. See, I, I don't remember everything I got, but I did, I did get uh, some of that stuff. But one thing I've noticed lately, and it's gonna, only going to get worse, and I'm sure other collectors are feeling this too, is the, the mail slowdown. Oh, and, and packages are, are getting rerouted or even lost, I'm noticing. I've had three packages from Amazon say, oh, they appear to be lost, get a refund. Two of them have shown up. One didn't. One, I had to get a replacement. I've had uh, a package from Walmart uh, go from Jersey out for delivery, then back to the hub and wind up being delivered in South Carolina. I don't know how that happens, but it got delivered in South Carolina. (laughs) Um, I had packages from GameStop go and sit at Mail Innovations being transferred over for over a week before finally coming over like what the hell is going on with this so this week i actually got a bunch of stuff that was supposed to be distributed throughout several weeks all you know cumbled in uh i am a bit finally shipped my untitled goose game like everyone's getting it and they finally i don't email them i'm like where is this is this even coming um so they finally shipped that so i might get it in like three weeks Mm -hmm. i uh nicholas came through this week they they uh they got Ikaruga came in, Elliot Quest came in, uh, Dungreed came in, and uh, there's uh, another one for PS4 came in. And what's interesting is when my Ikaruga, I was waiting for it, because I love Ikaruga, and the mail came, and I knew it was out for delivery, and then left, and it wasn't there. And I was like, what the heck? Where's my package? <laughs> so it still said out for delivery, and I sat by the window, I was playing uh, some Cold Steel, and all of a sudden the mail truck like comes back, like... An hour and a half later like oops we forgot one and <laughs> brings it over i'm like seriously like like i was worried this was gonna go in south carolina again <laughs> you know like i don't know what's going on <laughs> uh so so it's crazy so you just trying to be patient because i know other collectors are feeling this too uh i know the mail is definitely taking a hit but this wasn't only the mail like that that one that went to south carolina was actually fedex that wasn't yeah. the usbs at all so it's, it's all parties and as we get closer to the holidays it's going to be more and more shipped and more and more ordered worse. To so it's only going to get worse with more games coming out in fact I just got um, Mad Rat uh, that just came out on the Switch uh, that got delivered this morning from Amazon like Weird. even though it came out Friday and I should have had it Friday it didn't get delivered until today so it's one of those things where you just got to be patient but it is a pain in the butt <laughs> See, for me, it's like Christmas whenever I get a new game, and now I have
0: like too many new games, which is pretty fun. Um, but um, interestingly, I played a few games this weekend already, um, nice. and not including what we're going to talk about, what we're going to play for next week. Um, but so one of the games that I, I popped in, which I wanted to play, I haven't played it in a while, and there was an update that I wasn't tracking. The game's called Voiz. Oh. Voiz? Um, and essentially it's a music game and it's just like a really chill music game where you use touch screen controls and you like touch all the, you use like all your fingers and you tap the buttons on the screen and you like drag. And, um, I really liked it before, but there's a controller update that makes the game a lot more approachable for like casual players. And so essentially any button that's on the screen, you can like tap any face button and it'll register it. <laughs> and then like and if there's two you just tap two buttons so i was using the d-pad on my super nintendo 8-bit dough and like one of the buttons and then if it does a left or a right where you like literally tap and swipe left or swipe right with your finger on the touchscreen, you just press the l or r trigger um or l or r button as it may be and so like i was sitting there playing it and it's super simplistic but it's satisfying to be able to get through some of the levels that i really i'm not good enough to play it like i'm even a medium difficulty let alone the hard the special difficulty so i was mm-hmm. playing a little bit of that uh yesterday which
1: was super fun so i don't know if you played any voyas no voyas is actually one of those first games i got that was like an asian english release mm-hmm. and it was like oh cool that's all in english even in the cover and uh Then they're like, "Oh yeah, here's a U.S. release." So it's one of my first ever double dips. (laughs) It's the classic double dips. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the game's super
0: fun. We might have to do it for an episode in the future. Um, See if we can actually get JP to open his copy
1: because I bet he hasn't. Mine hasn't opened either. Exactly. You all completionist collectors, not playing your games. (laughs) I I'm playing my games. I'm just not playing all of my games. Yeah.
0: So. The other one, which is the title of the episode, um, I played the demo for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, um, which was just made available on the eShop. So essentially, it's the sequel to the original Hyrule Warriors that was out in Year 2, Volume 2 of the Switch Collector book, Um, but I was playing Hyrule Warriors. It is ridiculously awesome. Well worth playing, um, and one thing I know um, some people might want to be holding off till they play the main game. Well, the the experience does carry over, so that's a good thing. And I sat there and played it. So you play the opening level as well as the second level, which is all in the main hub portion. Um, so essentially, it plays just like. Uh, the original Hyrule Warriors, which is like the Musou, like the Dynasty Warriors games. Um, however, the graphics all are from Breath of the Wild. There's voice acting. There's a little cute little Guardian thing, which exactly has the BB, BB8 slash R2D2 <laughs> from Star Wars. Like he even has a little thing that pops out of his head and goes, whoop, whoop,
1: whoop, whoop, when it talks. Like, it's 100% droid. <laughs> I'm worried about that thing because he's not in Breath of the Wild, so I wonder what happens to him by the end. Yeah, so, I mean,
0: at the beginning, which is part of the atmospherics in the, the intro, is that he's in the future and gets sucked back in through a warp, a, a portal somehow. So, at, during the destruction of Hyrule. So, I don't know exactly what the deal is of that thing. But they're gonna. You can change the past and make Breath
1: of the Wild obsolete.
0: (laughs) They're gonna kind of shoehorn it in a little bit just to see. Um, We'll see. We'll see how it is at the end of the the whole game though, like how they how they do it. But essentially, you jump in where Link is part of the guard um, again, the only one without a helmet, which is so weird. And (laughs) you go through, and you're with um, Impa, and she's like. Young impa, but like full-sized teenager or whatever, instead of like old tiny impa. So it'd be interesting to see like how they all get shrunk, all the all the different um, shikas, how they get shrunk when they get old, or if that's just part of when a shika gets old, they they shrink somehow. Um, but well, we, we humans do get smaller as we get older. Not like tiny tiny though. Um, but yeah, so. You get to, uh, you start off with Link, and he has like a sword, like a, not the master sword like they show in all the the the, the uh, pictures and everything online, like the promos, but he does have a sword, and you get to do multiple combos, all the combos are part of the thing that's in the game, fortunately there's no weapon break, thank God, um, but there is a whole weapon crafting system that's in the in the game so essentially you'll get weapon drops and everything and item drops and and things as you play through the game as well as if you go around the map you can get you can collect items like you did in Breath of the Wild however if you like chop down a tree it like pops up with one of those Hyrule Warriors pouches so like little pouches that pop up so it's not like you can go and collect a cricket you'll like chop down some grass and then like a little pouch will pop up and it's a cricket or a lizard or something and most of these are used in terms of unlockables so you have to have like multiple beetles to unlock a horse stable which will have more things for sale um but one of them is a blacksmith the blacksmith allows you to go in there and you can combine weapons to make a more powerful weapon and level up your weapon and your character so Basically, you can run through a level, collect a bunch of weapons, and then you take those weapons to the blacksmith. You just select the weapon you have. Like, say you have a level 20 or something, and you just collected a level 10. You can add that level 10 to it, which will add more power to your weapon, which is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool way to do it. And then you can literally main whatever weapon you want. Um, so Link is awesome, where you, have, you can shoot arrows, and then you get all of the relics, too. Um, as well as wizard wizrobe staffs, so you can get like the fire rod, the ice rod, the um, the lightning rod, and nice. all of these can be shared with all the different characters. And so, like, if you have the um, you use the bomb or the ma- the magnet or the uh, freeze, the stasis and the stasis. You can use those with Link. They're a little different for Impa and for Zelda. And Zelda's unlockable at the end of the second level. So so basically, in the first level, you play through as Link. And then eventually, Impa joins you and you can switch between characters. Um, Impa is really awesome. She has all these ninja-style uh, moves where she, likes, like, almost like Naruto, where she, she'll split into, like, five or six other Impas, and they all, like, attack all the characters, and she'll jump all around, and, like, it's really ridiculous. Um, and then you have Zelda, and she's, like, using her iPad and, like, just destroying people with all the relics. It's, like, really cool. So she doesn't even attack. She just sits there and, and uses the relics and, and, like, literally is, like, crushing people with bombs and with... With different freeze spells and things that come from the uh, the iPad, I call it the iPad. <laughs> the Sheikah Slate, yeah, the Slate, yeah. I call it, I call it the iPad because I'm like, look, London, like, tell my daughter, like, you can play as as Zelda, and she uses an iPad, like you. <laughs> <laughs> and you could play two player co op in the game, which is awesome. Um, but like Zelda, you only get at the end of the second level and then she's unlockable but when you play through the story mode and this is all you have in the demo is those two main levels um, you, then you don't get to play as her like in the first level or anything you like when you play through the story uh, so you can you probably can in the main game go back but you can't probably do it. can in the main game and if they did anything like they did in the first game where you had like the NES Zelda where you can run around oh god that's so huge so cool but Never ending, it's why I stopped playing because it got overwhelming and I wanted to move on to other games. Um, this one I probably will try to master as much as I can. Um, so then there's a bunch of other levels that are available in the demo that you can play through, and they're like link sub quests. So you have like three of those where you just go through and destroy a certain amount of enemies, one of them's timed. The other ones are like master using bombs or there's a bunch of like TNT barrels and you got to avoid them or shoot them with your arrows or throw bombs at them to blow up all the enemies. Um, but they're super easy. Um, I, I only had it in the medium difficulty though because you can adjust the difficulties. So you don't have to play it in super easy if you don't want to. Um, I like to play things casually though, like just to enjoy myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's other sections on the map. So, like, your map is literally like the Sheikah Slate map in Breath of the Wild, which is pretty cool to look at. But there'll be spots where it'll show, like, a picture of Link, like from a, a Hyrulean symbol, or a picture of um, Impa or Zelda. And you click on it, and you have to have a certain amount of items that you collect in the level, and it'll unlock an ability. And so you don't, like, do anything with it. You just click it, and then it unlocks, like, an ability, like an extra combo or an extra heart for Link or a new thing for Zelda or Impa, which is a pretty interesting way to go about it. Um, I went and replayed the first level again just to unlock uh, one of the, the last unlockables I needed for the demo. Um, I had to collect, I think it was Mighty Thistles and some truffles or something. Um, so I had to run around the, the map, And just like find where the mighty thistles were, which if you cut down enough trees, like eventually some will pop up. So there is a little bit of that, which could lead to some grinding. If you want to get all the things like in the demo, I hope that in the main game, there'll be enough progression where you'll get them naturally.
1: Um, I would assume that that's the case. You'll probably get most casually, but there will, will definitely be grinding, because there was not the original, too, to mm-hmm. upgrade everything. There was a lot of grinding, going back to levels, play through them over and over again. Well, and it wasn't even, like, casually playing through
0: the game. I had to, like, run around the empty map and, like, chop down trees so I could get the extra items, um, which, again, if they were just, you could see them, like, original Breath of the Wild, it wouldn't have felt as grindy, but I had to literally, like, chop down the tree to have an item pop up,
1: which is, like, so weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, one thing I've seen people do, because I, I haven't had a chance to play the demo yet, but I'm curious if you did it. Uh, they ran around and they found, like, Lonelan Ranch and, like, explored Lonelan Ranch, like, non-destroyed. Yeah, yeah, there's
0: definitely a little circle spot around it. Um, one thing that there is in the levels is the um, the little poop slingers, the little Koroks. I think they're called Koroks, right? Yeah. Yeah, the little little guys who give you the pieces of poop. Um, <laughs> but there's one of those in the middle of Lawn Ranch so they're there nice. in every level there's a certain amount that you can find with little secrets so i'm assuming that's another thing to bring you back to the levels so you can find all the the koroks they I think have they're to called koroks that. right or, or
1: kakoris no they're koroks koroks um
0: yeah yeah of course they have to implement that right um but everyone's
1: favorite part of breath of the wild.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never did get all those and you know I did that whole classic with breath of the wild. I didn't realize I could create, start a new game with a new profile so I deleted my original save.
1: Oh yeah. no. Uh,
0: and it that was like an accident where I started a new one and overrode it and I was like ah. So I'm uh I think I'm at the lightning boss right now for the first the first one, lightning ganon. I call them the one that Well, and the you could
1: do them in any order, so. Yeah. <laughs> it could lightning. be your first or your your fourth.
0: I'm not, my skills have regressed in that one, where I need to get a little bit better. Probably level up a little more, actually, before I fight him. But anyways, though, um, with Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, like, I'm hooked on it. It's really fun. I do like the idea of a demo, because it reminds me of, like, back in the day on the PS1, where you play the certain small sector they give you over and over again to do stuff. Um, I love what they do now where you take the demo and your your progress carries over. That just ma- makes it a little more rewarding. it's like, all right, so if I buy mm-hmm. this game, my progress carries over and I may go play the second level again just to, to get all the rest of the core rocks. so that way when I get the real game, I'll just have everything unlocked with the first two levels and start off pretty strong, which would be nice.
1: That's um, the best way for I think every demo should do that with progress carrying over. Or at the very least, unlocking some bonus stuff, but it should progress carry over.
0: Yeah, and so I played it for about three hours. I want to say maybe four. Wow, so
1: that's a heft for a
0: demo. Yeah, well, I mean, I went back through the first level again. So, like, about it just blew through the first, second level, and everything. Um, and when I went through the first level a second time, I literally killed all of the things. I went through and, like, crushed everything. Because I just followed the story the first time I played through. Second time I went through and I went and, like, destroyed everything. Searched around all the little nooks to find all the different um, treasure chests hidden and stuff. And, again, still very linear in the Dynasty Warriors fashion where you have a map that you go around. It's not, like, open world or anything. But it still has a very Breath of the Wild feel to it. The art, the, the graphics look amazing. So, I mean, this is going to be a day one buy for sure. Um, what you, I think you were saying earlier uh, before we recorded that it comes out on, what, the 20th of? The 20th, okay. November
1: 20th, yes. Nice. Definitely can't wait. Um, so, I think you said you haven't played it yet? I have not played the demo yet because I wanted to get a little closer to the release. And when with Cold Steel 4 out, like that's been taking my majority of gaming time just because it's just... I've been waiting for this game for so long. And uh, I did do some other stuff uh, that I, I I talk about it in the next segment. But one thing I, I have done since was the Animal Crossing had the Halloween event. Nice. Uh, so I don't know if you, you got a chance to do that or London got a chance to do that.
0: Um, My wife definitely did it because she plays Animal Crossing every day still.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was but a cute like, little
0: event. My wife loved it. Yeah, I, um, I haven't played. I don't play Animal Crossing. So I get yelled at if I do it wrong. So I have a tent. On an island.
1: Aww. <laughs> You're like but,
0: JP living in a tent. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I don't even play it at all. But uh, And London doesn't play Animal Crossing. So she, her, she's still playing Pokemon. And um, because she didn't make the honor roll, she didn't earn the Isle of Arno, Armor expansion. So she's waiting to earn the, the DLC. Because that's a pretty hefty DLC for, for a young one. She has to earn it. Classic chore style. Yeah, cause uh, but the the thing is, is that she's been obsessing over it. Cause every time she plays Max Raid Belts, everybody has these new Pokemon now. She's like, I <laughs> want them. <laughs> I'm like, well, you did you you didn't uh, you got to see in math. So <laughs> mm, not yep. good. Yep, got to have that carrot on the stick, Barry, and come with. Like a well,
1: yeah, that's that's I agree. Carrot on the stick is the way I, I learned. Mm -hmm. You got a risk reward system and that being said though we're still
0: every once in a while playing runner three here like over the last week like she's like can we play runner three i'm like yes we can and we pop in the game and and play a couple levels and she's playing the gem levels now on runner three so wow yeah she's she's pretty good at them and we started because we're in world three now (laughs) <laughs> like from nice. the last episode we weren't in world three the second boss was a joke by the way the owls like have mallets and you literally attack the mallets like three different times and it kills the bosses like it's not hard i i didn't die at all
1: <laughs> nice the boss so, is definitely easier than the
0: levels yeah uh but the third level super hard like it's like a factory and um she was playing that and she was getting a little a little frustrated because it is really hard and so we went back to world one, started doing the, the gems and she was yeah. loving it again. So again, the run, it, run it through is a good one. Um, and so the game that we're going to play is for next week is a JP recommend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wants to play Cobra Kai. The karate kid saga continues. Um, it is a, was just released for the Switch, mm. um, and it is a em up. It has those like pseudo-poly, you know, 2D with poly on it um, graphics. Uh, to me, from the trailers, looks a little slow. Not on my um, list of games that I need to purchase, even though I love the Cobra Kai series. Like that series is badass, and I think you said you hadn't watched it yet no i have not seen it yet shit you need to watch that before we record oh my god (laughs) i won't have the time (laughs) no time barry um no time barry no time barry but the the show is awesome but like just looking at the the trailers it didn't sell me on it so we will see because i am going to play it uh for this week let's see if it's a it's one of those that i regret (laughs) picking up Oh, anything else you wanted to cover? I know you said that there was a news thing you
1: wanted to talk yes, about. Yes, yes, there's one yeah, thing you wanted to cover. Let's do it. There was, some, there was some kind of craziness that happened last night on Halloween with the spookiness and all that. And it doesn't <laughs> really. Was affect. it limited rare? Yes, yeah, so it might be a limited <laughs> rare. Thing. It doesn't affect the Switch as of now, but it could in the future. Um, limited rare games popped back up out of nowhere. And they have a brand new Twitter, which. Uh, I didn't know about, and, and JP didn't know about. We found out last night that they have a new Twitter, and they've been teasing something coming up. And sure enough, they did put out a Halloween release. They It is not for the Switch. It is for the PS4. And the game is Tenashi. And they teased two different cover arts this time. Like, oh, which do you like better? And then they enjoyed screwing with people because they... They had the website up for, like, five seconds, and then they turned it down. And then they posted, oh, Ivan website is down, you know, and they're they're all crazy. (laughs) And, oh, we're back, and it goes down again, and it comes back, and it goes down again. And then they they kept hitting the switch over and over again. And uh, you could tell they're having fun with it. Mm -hmm. They kept teasing, you know, like, oh, five more hours of Halloween with three more hours of Halloween, and it's all clips from Halloween 3. Uh, everything yeah. they did, yeah. So, Halloween three, the season of the witch, season of the witch. So afterwards, they um they finally said website's not is broken. So just PayPal us the money with a link to PayPal them, and that link is now gone because when Halloween ended, the website's gone. They're done. It's it's over. the The website's gone. the The PayPal link's gone. <clears throat> it is what it is. But it's still weirder because apparently the the trademark is in Ireland, but they're going by Pacific Time for when Halloween ends. Europe missed out. Like, people waking up today (laughs) from Europe are pissed off. The Twitter, if you want to know, is at LtdRareGames, and they uh, when they ended, they said, Okay, we close. See you in April, maybe. Uh, like April fools, like they did last time with April fools. So I don't know what they're doing. Here's the Um, thing.
0: Let's, let's be real here. Is there any way that this is not limited run games playing a joke? Because, I mean, like, like for real, like, everybody thinks Poop Slinger is just limited run games. It looked like, from all the tweets that I saw, that it's, like, purposely mistranslated. Like, it's not, like, just oh. a mistranslation. Because, like, all of it's broken English, but it looks like it's purposely done broken English.
1: Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is definitely done on purpose. Um, this is one of those things where you can tell they're having fun, they're trolling. And there's no way that a startup company or somebody, like, in <clears throat> our
0: position would do that. Like, would, would be able to afford to do
1: that and take that gamble that it would sell out? The, the Twitter says they're from the USSR, which obviously doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tweeted, we sell more than 90 games to you beautiful peoples. We never seen as many of your American dollars. Soon Halloween finish and we close and paint village red with red paint. Maybe we look for those hacker gypsies.
0: So here's the thing, though, is if it is like limited run, that's a bit uh, culturally insensitive. (laughs) So like not not saying I'm just saying like if there are any listeners, any customers that are from Russia and I've definitely we've definitely sold some games and I've sold some books to to Russian fans like might be something they may not appreciate. Just saying.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, there's, there's definitely parts to that. Um, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of craziness. So this game is actually published by Digirati. So yes. people reached out to <clears throat> What Even JP. F- JP on? did JP. And they tweeted. They tweeted today, this morning. They said the Tamashi Physics release is absolutely legitimate, can confirm game will be sent when finished.
0: Well, so, and the thing is, is that Super Blood Hockey was also... Um, Digitally published Dejirati. by Deserati. So, if they told me, I wouldn't be able to talk to, talk about it. They haven't, but if they did, like, and that's why I told JP: if they tell you, like, technically, you can't spread that. JP. <laughs> well, then,
1: this is all what they actually tweeted. What I just. Read. Oh, I know, I know, so but I'm
0: saying published. if they tell us, though, like, like which they haven't, but if they did, like, that's technically something we can't spread. Exactly. Poor so JP.
1: this is this is all weird. Limited uh, game news did a whole article on it. Uh, now. I don't know. Did you get a copy? Were you able to get a copy last night?
0: Well, I don't collect PS4, but no, I—I I mean, I probably would have picked it up just because the game looks pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, and I don't really collect PS4 at all. I think the last game that I got was Halloween Forever, um, okay. which I got like just because it looked cool. But yeah, I—I I definitely was never able every anytime we got the link sent over, I—I I couldn't get on it. So. What about the PayPal thing? I—I I know I sent no, you the PayPal. I. I didn't even see that because I was out trick or treating. I didn't have my phone on me.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, some people, and they actually did specifically say don't send friends and family, which was interesting. They specifically said don't do it. Um, obviously, last time they popped up, everyone thought it was a joke. And it turned out it was a joke, but it was also a legit joke. <clears throat> Poop Slinger is very real. People well, and it.
0: the thing is, is that you could probably backward trace that PayPal and see where the funds get deposited maybe you, you can that is the thing
1: but no one's done it um that's the weird thing so Mm-mm. i i think whoever this is is never gonna come out and say who they are
0: Mm-mm.
1: i think they will kick this to their grave unless it somehow gets okay. out there
0: here's the thing yeah.
1: though barry it could just be digerati is
0: doing it instead of limited run it could be <clears throat> digerati it
1: which could be,
0: be it should be pretty funny I um, mean
1: it would be interesting if those limited rare games just becomes this moniker that's passed around from developer to developer just to troll with gamers
0: um, well here's the thing is it's it's just trolling in the terms of how they release the game but if they're actually putting games out there they're ahead of uh, you know the warned, warned collectors
1: <laughs> yeah well what the thing is is they're only released for like one day it's trolly to get it the site is weird like I managed to get a copy but it took forever and uh, it's just one of those things where why <laughs> why why not just, even if it was want to release it for a day like Red art games just put out a game for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out for 48 hours 999 copies. They stated specifically once that ended it was it was a PS4 game once that ended, that was it they were not gonna sell any of the remaining copies that didn't sell. It was 999 maximum and then, the rest it was that's it and they specifically came out and said it but if you went to red art games they weren't shutting the game the, the server down like it was up for 48 hours you had 48 hours everything was transparent if they wanted to sell just for the day that would be fine, too. I don't think people would have a problem with that. It was the way they, oh, website's down again, website's up. Oh, don't go to bed yet. The website might come back up. Oh, website's down. Ivan, you need more vodka. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like they they were totally, you know, hitting a switch. And And I know they were actually actively hitting a switch to turn it on and off again within seconds because I had, like, the page refreshing and suddenly it loaded. And then I would click the next step and it would take, like, 10 minutes. And then it would load. And, like, you can tell, like it was coming back for blips and, you know, that's for for just seconds. Off. And it's, that's so funny, but like because I wasn't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you if you're just sitting back and you're watching from the sidelines, it's funny. If you already have that game purchased, you can sit back and enjoy it. But for those of us that wanted the game and are that do collect for the PS4, it was you know crazy to to go to get it because I I miss Poop Slinger. <laughs> I not that I didn't even trust them i completely missed it when i found out about it it was after april 1st i was like wait what if i had known about this i would have at least given it a shot i didn't know about it and and had it not been for our discord our our premium edition games discord i might not have found out about this until later than i did i mean eventually it hit facebook
0: well it's interesting um those of you that are listening that are wondering like Unless the minimums of the switch go down to like a thousand, there's no way we would ever attempt any kind of short release oh, no. like that. Like like with five thousand minimum, like no. No, we're not doing no that. Way.
1: Maybe with a, a re release or something. We're like,
0: yeah, we gotta <laughs> <coughs> <That's, laughs> we that's got different. ten copies I, available. <laughs> I don't know what the
1: minimum is in the US for uh PS four. Um but it's I... it's like a thousand, man. Is it a thousand?
0: Yeah, as far as I'm tracking, like PS4 is super low for Prince, which is why a lot of those companies started on the PS4 and why nobody in their right mind would ever start with the Switch. Like, we're crazy. Yes, um, we I just well, don't super- want to do
1: PS4 <laughs> games. It's just me. Well, these these do have the ESRB. Mm-hmm. So they are, um, you know, official releases. And like Poop Slinger, you know, it, this is one of those things where by the time you're listening to this, if you didn't get it or you didn't hear about it, it's too late. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we don't know when it's coming. The the cryptic thing, like with uh, Digerati posting, you know, can confirm we'll send when finished, is actually retweeting one of Limited Rare Games tweet that says, you buy our Halloween game now, pre-order now, and we send game when finished. Which sounds really, really cryptic and really like. So if
0: they posted in the same <laughs> broken English, like that leads credence that maybe just Digerati's doing it. Um,
1: no, no, no. That that was what limited rare. I know. Posted. I know what you said, but I if they, if their tweet was Digirati's in the same broken not. English. No, no. Digirotti's posting in English. They said we can confirm it will send. Okay. Um, but either way, though, um, it
0: still sounds like a, something that limited run would do. <laughs>
1: It's somebody is doing it. Now, the, the other interesting thing is, is a new Twitter and people were asking why? Why change Twitter? Why not just use the existing Twitter that people are following? So mm-hmm. some people think to this make is a it
0: harder. Group.
1: Could be. Some people think this is a different group. Just mm. just taking over like, oh, we're, we're going to do All the right. limited rare. Uh, no one knows, but it's it's a cluster screw. Here's and, the uh, best
0: part: is if like it was a different one, they can't like come out and say they're mad because like then they would play their game. Like, oh, it's so dumb. I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you love it as you're not getting into it. Oh, <laughs> uh, <well>, I <laughs> mean, if, if they really do it want. for the
0: switch and it's a game I want, I would be mildly irritated. Um, and. <laughs> It would also lead credence to knowing where the company's from because you could maybe pull something like that out of your butt if you were international because it's a lower minimum than in the States. Yeah. So it's
1: the website was also I don't know if you even got onto the website. No. The website I, I can go on right now and it like looks like text. Oh, does, is it actually like loading something?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I went on there um off of our link that you guys were posting and I was able to get on something, so yeah, it's, it it, it, yeah. it just loads like a because if you go to the actual oh, yeah. link that you guys sent, it
1: um it like didn't
0: load and then it does and then it doesn't.
1: Yeah. So even if you look at the page, it says we are a physical publisher of games for Sony Play on one line with two spaces between every word. Then the second line says Station Space Four spelled F O U R, and then underneath it it says Limited Rare Games in gibberish. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because like if you go right now, it says "file not found" on their page, but you can go to yeah. like the main. You can go to like just limitedraregames.com dot com, and it loads something it. with all broken ass text and
1: broken. Yeah, shit. and it was not broken. It's just it's done purposely. Look at the copyright. Limited Rare Games is done in broken things, and then PP in parentheses, physical publishing.
0: <laughs> so dumb. Um, <laughs> well, either way, uh, pretty. F- funny um pretty gross if you're a completionist collector and it's one of those things to lead more credence to those that
1: can justify that as a subset um Uh, screwy well i mean we've seen it with bird king too where one member of limited run games decided to make his own game and it's just him doing it
0: yeah it's true that's insane right
1: it just shows anybody with money can do it i mean it's That's all it takes is money. So if someone is out there who is just angry at their money and likes to troll people, they can do this, and that's kind of scary.
0: And with like a thousand minimum, like that's not a whole. I know it doesn't cost a lot to to for the upkeep for PS4. Like it's really a you know under ten thousand dollar adventure, and you're gonna make that in the first five minutes when you post it.
1: If, Provided you don't pull bullcrap like this.
0: Well, I mean, they probably made all their money soon. Like, it's insane. If they charge 40 bucks a game or whatever, they made their money back and then some.
1: It was like 36 shipped. <laughs> so it, was, it wasn't even that bad. It was more expensive for international, which tells me it's a U.S. company. Yep. And the fact that they went to Pacific Time, that means they either A, are uh, Western... Or they're Eastern and stayed up late,
0: (laughs) and just troll people. I mean, there's a lot of trolling in here. A lot of the stuff they did was purposely just to make it tougher for people to get, um, and to make people like us talk about it for a story. Yeah, I mean, in well, they got the
1: attention. I mean, even now it doesn't matter because it's 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 a passé. You know, like it's yeah. You can't go there right now. Oh, oh! I didn't know about that. Let me go get it. Like you can't. It's it's gone. You missed it. Uh, eBay is now going to be your option. Like Poop Slinger. Yep. Do I think this is going to hit as high as Poop Slinger? No, but I do think this is going to go up, and I do think there are going to be people. You know what? I'm kind of scared to like, eBay right now. Like just to see, is anyone even listed their pre order? Ironically, is like now a
0: different company. Even us could release the game for the Switch, like, legit style. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? It would kind of kill the uh, the allure of it. And, I mean, we haven't reached out for this game at all. Um, no, there's no listing right now on eBay. But either so way, no one... though, it would be interesting to
1: see if um,
0: a company picks it up for Switch, because it is available on Switch.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's it's certainly one of those things where someone could say, hey, you missed out the PS4 Haha, ha, but we got the Switch one and you could pre-order it right now. Because I was also, I wonder how many people are actually pre-ordering it for to play it, because it does look like a really fun game, or they're pre-ordering it because of Poop Slinger.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's probably both. It's probably more so because of Poop Slinger right now. Yeah. Um, But either way, who knows how many people actually got it because they kept bringing it up and down. Like, it's just, they, they just basically went... They,
1: they also apparently on the website. I missed this, but <clears throat> like not earlier today, like earlier weeks, like a week ago or two, they actually had a product up, said so like new game or something, and people went to purchase it, and it, it they gave them an order number. It was zero dollars and zero cents, and they got a confirmation order number huh. for this. And people were asking them, does this count? Like, do I have the game? Is this what this is? Like, what do I do with this? And they never responded, so I have no idea. <laughs>
0: so dumb i love it
1: <laughs> so oh. it never you never know check their site especially around april since they specifically hinted towards april um but you never know they could pop up for president's day or something we don't know oh my goodness
0: ah too much man too much <laughs> oh
1: Anything else, though, Barry? We'll put a little bow
0: on our recording. Uh,
1: no, no, just a little tease. Uh, you know, coming up, I guess, in my segment, uh, I will be covering the, uh, the Mini Direct, the partner Mini Direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit uh, about uh, the PS5, because I actually got the controllers in, so I, I got to play around with the controller. Uh, and what I've been playing, uh, as well as, you know, some other little fun stuff.
0: So, um, just make sure, you know, we're in the last, under the last week of Sunshine Manor on Kickstarter, which we are doing a physical of next year. Um, With this Kickstarter campaign, the only way you can get the Graham Humphreys uh, variants cover that he is doing art for. It would be a lot better, honestly, Barry, if we could show off the art because he he literally isn't going to be able to work on it for, I think, until like mid-December is what he told us. But... The guy literally does, like, masterpieces of art. So it's going to be something amazing. And then we're doing our own version, of course, uh, which we're going to do through our own way of the... um, We'll have it in hand and then do a pre-order for the deluxe that we're doing with it with the large guide and all the awesome accoutrements. But uh, thanks, everybody, for your support on Kickstarter. And enjoy this musical interlude, and we'll get to Barry's section.
1: everybody, and welcome to episode 69 of the Switch Mania Playcast. Uh, I probably didn't do it as well as Jeff, and uh, I'm not sure exactly if there'll be any other segments other than this for this episode. Uh, I know we've all been very busy. In fact, it's uh, it's Halloween, Saturday morning, and I'm finally getting a little time to record something, so uh, I didn't want to leave you guys without anything for the week and, and because everybody is so busy, we, we still wanted to, to keep that content rolling and it was an interesting week um, because Nintendo decided to drop a Direct on us out of nowhere. Um, just this Shadow Drop Direct, unfortunately it is the last of the uh, Directs for this year. As was another partner Direct Mini uh, so prediction for anything else will probably be the Game Awards I wouldn't expect anything in November or December, except maybe something from the Pokemon Company, uh, maybe a little a uh, Pokemon message, but uh, that that's doubtful, and maybe a Smash character reveal. Uh, again, that that all could happen at the Game Awards, but I'm sure by now you probably have uh, have seen or, or heard of the Partner Direct, but I do want to go through it, uh, give my thoughts on things. Uh, I wish uh, Jeff and, and JP were here to uh, to give their thoughts. So hopefully that they, they have a little segment. Otherwise, we, uh, we might discuss it again next week. Because uh, next week, uh, tentatively planned, we're going to have a standard episode with all of us uh, together playing a game. Uh, so that's going to be fun. I look forward to that. I, I definitely miss hanging out with those guys and recording with those guys all the time. Um, but... You know, we, we do what we have to do to keep the ball moving. So uh, Nintendo dropped this this Direct that uh, uh, on the, the 28th, which uh, which was Wednesday, uh, just out of nowhere, around 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern. And uh, so what did it do? So the first thing they talked about was Bravely Default 2. Uh, if you've listened to this playcast for long enough, you know I'm, I'm very excited about it, even if I did have a, a mini rant about where's Bravely 3rd. Uh, we did cover the demo in previous episode, and uh, JP actually got hooked on the demo, which was great because the Bravely series is just one of those RPG series that needs a little more love and I think is really well-crafted. So I was excited to see them show off more stuff. They showed off some new asterisk holders. And uh, for those of you that maybe never played Bravely Default or Bravely Second, and you're like, what's the big deal? Um, pretty much the way the game works is it's very, very similar to like Final Fantasy V uh, with the job system, or, or even like Final Fantasy XI or 414 um, with the, their job system, where in order to gain or unlock a new job, you need to defeat the asterisk holder of it because you need the job asterisk to, to switch jobs. Uh, so those characters they showed off were, were the bosses that you would have to fight. And when you beat said bosses, you would unlock their jobs that then you can equip on everybody at the same time. It's not like, well, Beastmaster is unlocked. Only one person could be Beastmaster. No, your whole party can be Beastmaster. But what's also cool is that you have sub jobs in, B- in Bravery Default, so even if you say, hey, you know what, the uh, the Bard seems useful, but I don't wanna have a main Bard because I don't feel it's gonna do the damage that, say, a Monk will. You could have a Monk slash Bard and have the, the Monk utilize Bard skills as well to a lesser degree. So it really allows you to mix and match. Um, the, the stuff looks great. Um, they did then also release, not in the direct, <clears throat> but they did release a video that showcased some of the changes being done to um, to Bravely Default 2 based on the demo feedback. And the uh, video talked about, like, the difficulty level is going to have multiple changes, um, that they're going to make things more easy to understand. The UI is going to be changed around. And they're going to... Uh, Streamline a lot of things. And I like that. I think that them listening to player feedback is excellent. I think that more developers really should do that. I know this isn't the first time it's happened on uh, on the Switch. I mean, Demon X Machina did it. And the same team did it before with Project Octopath Traveler, which became Octopath Traveler. So I love when developers do this. I love when they take fans' feedback into consideration. And uh, hopefully we get a better game for it. So that is now delayed a little bit. or I shouldn't say it's delayed. We never knew the date. We just assumed it would be 2020. Uh, it's February 26, 2021 now, which isn't too bad. It's it's still early 2021. So something really cool to look forward to. They then went to uh, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. Uh... Story of Seasons is the Harvest Moon. It's the real Harvest Moon. And uh, if you've ever played those games, they're great farming RPGs, simulations. Uh, Just a ton of fun. And uh, this one is another 2021 game. It's March 23rd, 2021. I don't know if I'll jump into it, um, mainly because uh, they're a little time-consuming, and... I'm kind of on that Rune Factory bandwagon right now, and and the Japanese direct actually did show off some Rune Factory Five footage, which looks great. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, the next thing they showed off was Surviving the Aftermath. This looks like some kind of top-down isometric view, like strategy game where you get to like, build your town up and defenses up, and and try and uh, and stop other factions, I guess. Not really sure who totally the enemy is. But, uh... I'm also not sure what the aftermath is from. I'm not sure if it's like a nuclear bomb or whatever. But it definitely looks interesting. Very mature. Uh, That has a spring 2021 window. So it's not actually a date. Uh, Then they went into Immortals Phoenix Rising, a game I'm very much looking forward to. This is coming out December 3rd. I will say the Switch version looks a little bit the roughest of all of them. And while I will be getting it on the Switch, I will most likely be playing it on the PlayStation 5. That being said, uh, if you don't have the other consoles and you you only have a Switch, this looks like... If you enjoy Breath of the Wild, then this looks like a great game for you. Hopefully the reviews uh, echo that, but that is uh, a game I'm looking forward to coming out. Uh, Then they did like a little quicker clip so they talk about way forwards bakugan game which uh is infamous at this point due to that treehouse incident <clears throat> but uh that's coming out november 3rd so next week hey next week it's coming out uh the card-based game Grifflanders, the switch edition is coming uh, on summer 2021 window um cool uh the game looked interesting like interesting 2d art style I uh, don't know much about it, but something I'm gonna look into. Another weird switch title, uh, Tropic of Six is coming November sixth, so that's also next week. Uh, the game definitely looks like it it struggles a little with the performance, but you know I'm sure it's completely playable and enjoyable. And if you like the island simulation style, uh, resource builder, and all that, um, and you've played the series before. Uh, it's nice to have in the go. I mean, we have Civilization 6, so why not Tropico 6? <clears throat> then we had a little surprise with... In Japan, they actually had uh, Resident Evil 7 cloud version, which is interesting. The Switch can't handle Resident Evil 7, but it was a way to get Resident Evil 7 on the Switch. Well, now we have two new cloud games. We have Hitman 3, which is coming in 2021. Now, this is You know, Hitman, the new Hitman 3, not the original Hitman, uh, the the third Hitman game. Uh, And the other one is Control Ultimate Edition, which is actually out right now. I've heard there's a free demo. I have not downloaded it and tried it. I know some people said they got like five minutes. Some people said they got up to 20 minutes with the demo. Something about uh, the cutscenes take your time. So if you really want to just play... And see how it works. You can skip it. I've heard some people say it worked excellently. And some people say their internet wasn't fast enough. So take that what you will. Uh, it's one of those things where it's worth trying. And I think that's why there's a demo out there. But uh, it's nice to see the Switch getting these games. But it also amplifies the need for a Switch Pro. Now, then they showed up no More Hero 3. Looks fantastic. It's coming in 2021. It is not a 2020 title. But then they shadow drop. Not only No More Heroes, but No More Heroes 2. Uh, Both on the Switch digitally. Already out. I really hope that we can get these physically. Um, Maybe Premium will do it. Uh, Otherwise, you know, some other company. uh, Because these would be great to get physically. It did appear that No More Heroes 1 was the Wii version. And not the PS3 version i'm not totally sure on that but it it didn't have like the subtitle that the ps3 version had so i think it's the wii version of, of no more heroes one and two and uh, they're great games uh i only played a little bit of them i i did travis strikes again which is the worst but i did that one uh and i can't wait for these to come physically i pray they do so then i could give them a shot on the switch uh then we had a little surprise from how i'm wondering what hal has been doing and they are—they're uh, not done. They're not making. They're done making a game called Part-Time UFO. Um, that is out right now. It dropped that day on the Switch. It is digital only. Uh, I've heard from people that have beaten it already. They said it was just a lot of fun, a lot of, a lot of charming fun. The Kirby cameos and BoxBoy cameos, and just they had a good time with it. I've heard good things about it. It'd be really cool to see a physical uh, doubt that's going to happen, unfortunately. It, it definitely seems like a smaller title, but it's cool nonetheless, I mean, it's especially as a Shadow Drop. And then we've got uh, they ended on Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. I showed off a brand new trailer with which what appears to be the fact that we can control the Guardians, which is awesome. Uh, those look like a lot of fun to play as. And uh, they announced a demo. It was available, and it's available right now. I have not played it yet. It, the demo contains, I think, the fir- first level, and it is uh, the, the type that pro- the progression will carry into the main game. So, if you're on the fence, or even if you're just jonesing for Hyrule Warriors, and you can't wait to the 20th, uh, I say give the demo a try. Uh, at least the, the, the progress carries over, and... I like that. I, I like demos that do that. I will always be an advocate for demos that carry over into the main game. Uh, Pikmin 3 did it. Uh, and and so many others have done it. Oninaki has done it. And Dragon Quest 11. <clears throat> Let's get more of these demos out there for sure. But yeah, so that was the Nintendo Direct Partner Mini uh, for October and the final of 2021. Overall I think it was a very strong Direct. I think there was a lot of cool stuff shown off. It's interesting how they're doing these bite-sized things now, but I kind of like it at the same time. I do miss the big you know, Nintendo Direct with all the Nintendo surprises, and I think that's one thing that all these Directs have been missing has been the Nintendo stuff, outside of the Mario 35 Direct, of course. Uh, but hopefully next year we can get back on that proper Nintendo Direct bandwagon. Uh, But what did you guys think? I'd love to hear. I'm I'm sure Jeff and and JP would love to hear what you thought about this. So let us know via Anchor. Let us know via comments. uh, Let us know via Twitter. We uh, very much would like to hear your thoughts on this direct. Uh, As for that, that's the main piece of news. There was a couple uh, games announced. I I know one thing that some people were really upset about and some people weren't uh, was the Korg Um, Music Synthesizer for the Switch was announced for North America by Nicholas. It's available right now for pre-order. I know there's some people who paid a lot for the Japanese version. I'm raising my hand right here. I paid PlayAsia the second print. I didn't get the first print. Uh, But I'm happy that it's at least getting a US release. Uh, And uh, yeah, I think that comes out in December. So that was kind of an interesting. Out of nowhere announcement. Just like, oh yeah, Boom. Uh, here you go so it's nice to see more of these games and it makes me wonder how many you know Asian or European games will eventually find their way to the switch it seems it seems like a strategy when things are or quiet, or when things are a little more difficult, like with COVID it might be harder to develop a new game right now, but hey, this game never came out in this region, let's quickly port it over, or, or you know release it over there, and it, it fills the gap and I, that's what Nintendo does with Wii U ports as well so, uh, interesting to see what they're doing, I'm okay with it I hate the double dipping uh, <laughs> I really hate the double dipping I blame JP for a lot of the double dipping I don't even know if you'll ever hear me say that. I don't, but you know, I blame him for a lot of it, uh, and other people do. Uh, there's just one of those things where I started to wait on on certain games. I'm like, is this really coming? Is this not coming? And and I, I like to think that I'm the reason he posts whenever he posts. You know, this has been announced for the U.S. or this hasn't been announced for the U.S. Because I would always ask him, is this coming to the U.S.? Is this coming to the U.S.? <laughs> I think he got tired of it. But uh, I'm not the only one that, that wants to know. I'm sure other U.S. collectors that listen here will be like, yeah, you know, i prefer that. And some people don't care, like like uh, like Jeff. Jeff doesn't care as long as it plays and he enjoys it, which is perfectly cool. Everyone collects for their own reasons, and that's that's what's so awesome about it. Um, as for what I've been playing uh, on the Switch, uh, since we didn't really have a game this week, you know, we did Runner 3 last week, uh, I've been doing still Animal Crossing, and as of recording, today is Halloween, so there's a Halloween event, but you, know, you, you might listen to those afterwards um there is super mario 35 doing a halloween event this uh this weekend i haven't given that a shot but i have played a little th- mario 35 i doubt i'll get to the star rank in terms of level i just play a little bit every day or every other day but the end of the year is so packed with games i don't know if i'll be able to pull my attention away from them for for mario 35 um, but okay so we do have a game planned for next week so i will be playing that i'm not gonna say just what it is yet i'll i'll leave that towards the end what the plan the game is and i say planned because you know anything can happen but uh i've been playing on the ps4 i i finished doing star wars squadrons i have not uh didn't finish it but i finished as much as i could it definitely tripped with my head uh, but it was a lot of fun and very, very realistic. Uh, if you ever wanted to feel what it's like to fly Star, Star Wars Crafts in space, uh, it, it's definitely a game I recommend. But I then moved on to the game I've been waiting for since February, uh, and that is uh, Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4. I have sunk every, pretty virtually every free time I could into it, and I just finished Act 1. <laughs> and I probably put in about 20 hours or so. A little, maybe a little more. Give or take. Uh, it is a big game. There are three acts from what I understand. And there's mini acts in between the acts. So I'm like in a mini act in between. Uh, it is a big game. But it is a lot of fun. And it is highly recommended. I highly recommend it. But I do not recommend you jump right into it. Because you will be confused beyond belief uh you know i definitely recommend if you can start with you know the trails of the sky games that'd be great if you can't start with cold steel one and do those which is what i did i didn't do the sky games or the Crossbell games yet i will eventually um and if you can't do that at least start with cold steel three and the switch because cold steel three uh like cold steel three and four are kind of like two halves of the same game and 1 and 2 are two halves of the same game. So they've designed 3 so that if you played the other stuff, um, you will gain benefit from it. But if you didn't and you just started in Cold Steel 3, you can still jump in and understand the majority of it. So it's, it's very smartly crafted. But uh, that game is just amazing. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, I'm also still playing uh, Final Fantasy XIV. I got back into it a little more heavily with new content. Uh, surprisingly, there's no Halloween event this year, which I guess is another case of the COVID striking and hitting and affecting uh, developers. And uh, you know, I'm sure it doesn't help that Yoshi's also working on Final Fantasy 16, which looks amazing. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have played uh, mobile stuff either. I, I still, I'm still doing Dragalia Lost. They're still adding new content, new events, Uh, I really think that's the most underrated Nintendo IP that has come out in the last few years. And I think it's just because it's on mobile. I think if they had this on Switch, it would get the same type of notoriety like Genshin Impact is getting. Uh, it's just a ton of fun, and the characters are cool, and the stories are cool. And I really want to see Nintendo do stuff with this IP. I don't know if they will. I don't know if they care, but I'd like to see them do it. And, uh... I'm still playing some Mario Kart Tour. I know a lot of people not the happiest with Tour, but I don't know. It's something weird. Something weird about just being able to play and, and focus on points sometimes instead of just position. It changes the mentality of playing, and I, I really don't no mind racing multiple times to try to get a better score. Uh, I think that's part of the fun of it. Uh, the normal Mario Kart games, I usually play, I win my race, and I don't usually go back. Like, I used to as a kid... Uh, you know, when we had, you know, local co op like Mario 64, we get together and we just race, or we, especially in battle mode, like we did that for hours. But solo, like Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I raced through the Grand Prix and I, I put it down. And I'm like, okay, cool, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I, I did the races, I enjoyed it. it. It didn't grip me like it used to as a kid. And I think that's just because there's so many other games to play. And this one, I seem to be able to gravitate more. Partially because they change the courses uh, every 14 days, I think it is every every two weeks. You get new courses, so and you have new points to to earn and, and new gifts to get and there's incentives. I, I don't know. I just I really like it. I think that they did a good job converting Mario Kart to mobile. But you know, some people absolutely hated. Some people are like, No, I'm not going to touch it, and like, that's fine. There's, there's not enough time in the day to play everything we want to play and you should absolutely play what you enjoy uh, speaking of time we've we you know we've been so busy all of us in our own lives and, and you know premium is, is going strong and there's a bunch there and, and I'm sure next time Jeff will give you more of a, an update uh, that I, I can't truly provide but uh, from the customer service point of view people are very happy and, and we, we've had a great great community going on right now in discord so i implore you to to join our premium edition discord where we're, we're chatting away and having some good conversations and talking about not only premium edition stuff but we are talking about other video game stuff um which is cool we is just building a really cool community i love it um but you know family life and obviously halloween is today literally the day i'm recording this and uh you know thanksgiving is not too far away and uh you know christmas and hanukkah and kwanzaa and all the other holidays along with new year or right after that so it's a very very busy season and of course we've got the uh the new systems launching uh you know in in just what two weeks ps5 and and the the xbox series x Uh, i did get a couple of the ps5 accessories in today uh one of them being the controller so i actually finally have held the ps5 controller uh, I will say it feels nice. It's it's heavier than I expected. It is it is definitely more hefty than the PS4 controller. It it feels like a, a pro controller or an Xbox controller, uh, very much so. Uh, but but definitely heavier than I thought. But it, not in a bad way. Uh, definitely something you should get your hands on and see if you like it. But I, I could see myself playing it quite a bit. So. That came in. That's cool. That's the exciting point of what's coming. You know, like the thought of it. And I just hope that Nintendo answers in 2021. I hope they do some kind of Switch Pro. I've wanted them to do it for a while. Uh, there's all these rumors. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, well, I guess we'll see. Uh, we could speculate from now to the cows come home, and I'm not going to do that. I've I've done that enough on on enough shows uh i'm not gonna do that right now because there's no point it's it's all all you know up in the air nintendo are the only ones to know the truth and i guess we'll find out most likely in 2021 or maybe the game awards will blow us away with the switch pro you know trailer out of nowhere like hey get ready uh why not the stage will be set for it uh we can we can absolutely see what they have planned but I'm going to end this here. I don't know again, if, if there's any other segments that, that Jeff wants to add on or tack on, I know he's been very busy. You know, JP has been very busy and we really haven't had time to record. So this might be the entire episode um, for all I know, but uh, I do want to say, you know, we, we want to thank everybody for the support um, at premium edition and, and the switch mania Playcast, all the, the listeners and the the people who have joined us in Discord, and the people who have obviously, you know, supported us by uh, pre-ordering Super Blood Hockey, we we love you guys. And uh, Jeff has uh, a new Kickstarter up for the Switch Collector Volume Two, um, and that is already funded. That are funded in like 25 minutes. Uh, you know, I'm a backer. I'm really excited about it. I know many others are. So you will hear some updates, obviously, in, in future episodes for that. Um, but just want to thank everybody for, for, you know, definitely giving attention that way. And if you haven't yet, check, check it out on Kickstarter. Um, also Sunshine Manor, uh, was completely funded already. Uh, that, you know, we got the physical coming out for that. So check that out too. And Kickstarter before it's too late, uh, if you want that Kickstarter exclusive cover, which is gonna be awesome. And of course, check, uh, premium edition and all our social media, uh, you know, premium edition one on Twitter and premium edition games on, on Facebook uh, and check us out. Give us some love. We love it. Uh, and obviously check out our personal stuff, you know, uh, Jeff's at Hagan's alley and JP's at JP Mania. And you could find me on Twitter at Hawk Hellfire. You could find me on Facebook and on YouTube at Nintendo views. Thank you so much for listening. If this is the whole thing, thank you. If this is just the end of one little segment, thank you for sticking through to the end. Uh, from all of us we we love you guys and and we just really appreciate everything and uh, you know just all the support and uh, until next time guys have a good one